The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Hey, hey, my friend, and welcome to episode 83 here on the Art of Homeschooling podcast all about how to finish your homeschool year feeling good. But before we get there, I'm savoring a comment today that was left by a listener recently who said, thank you so much for all the beauty and simplicity you share. I really appreciate it all. Well, thank you, dear listener, and to all of those of you out there listening right now, thank you for being here and for being a part of this podcast community. Here in Northeastern Ohio, where I live, it's the beautiful month of May. We have apple blossoms, and on our tree over the back deck, we have tulips and irises in bloom. It's just green everywhere. My garden seedlings, they still have a little way to go, but... They're growing just a little bit every single day, and I'm just loving watching the robins and the birds building their nests. I like to call our back deck my outdoor office, and so I am often outside working this time of year. And I have a funny story to share with you. A few weeks back, a pair of robins decided that they would build a nest on top of the lamp on our front porch. It's above the mailbox. In fact, they first tried to build the nest on top of the mailbox, which is a slanted 
a horizontal slanted metal surface. And every day they kept bringing grasses and twigs and all the things and setting them on top of this metal surface, which is the lid to the mailbox, only to have everything slide off. I even put up a rope for our mail carrier, Pam, asking her not to disturb the birds. (laughs) And then they decided to change their tune and build the nest above the mailbox because the mailbox clearly was not the place. So they started to build their nest on the lamp itself, which has this pointy top to it. And they really got pretty far because it, you know, it has the support of the side of the house behind it. And after a few days, though, we had a really windy afternoon, a storm was coming in, and that partially built nest, it just plopped onto the porch floor and was to be no more. So they were so close to being done, but no such luck. Well, now a pair of robins is building a nest on our neighbor's downspout where it curves right up at near the roof line where the the downspout curves down from the gutter. And it's another precarious spot, I'd say, but this time it looks like it's working. They're having success. And of course, I'm making up that it's the same pair of robins who were attempting to build their nest on our front porch. And I am celebrating their perseverance and their success. So all of this got me thinking, that's how it is sometimes with homeschooling. Often we experience failed attempts, trying and retrying, and messes along the way. But in the end, we get to celebrate what we have accomplished, no matter what that might look like. I know many of you are in the process of wrapping up your homeschooling year right about now. And if you're not, remember this episode and come back to it when you are nearing the end of your homeschooling year. Because the end of our homeschooling year can be full of so many mixed emotions. Here are just a few that I often felt at the end of the year and ways that members of my homeschooling community inspired at home are feeling right about now. The first one, tired. Sometimes we near the end of the year and we're burned out or just lacking in energy to finish. Excited. Excited to be outdoors, especially. Sometimes we're so happy for the nice weather to finally arrive. That's always been true here in Northeastern Ohio when May rolls around and the weather is finally nice to spend our days outdoors in the gardens or the woods. And we tend to just want to forget about the lessons at that point. Guilty. We're not finishing all the things, right? This is another way we often feel. We feel guilty for not finishing what we had planned and not finishing the curriculum, not finishing the lessons, whatever it was we thought we would get to. Sometimes we tend to focus on all that we did not do rather than uh, what we did do. 
If any of this describes you, or if you're wondering if you've done enough this homeschool year, you are in the right place. Because today, I want to share with you how to end your homeschooling year, how to finish your homeschooling year feeling good. And specifically, how just a few simple yet powerful steps can really help you to shift your focus to the good even if you haven't finished everything you had planned. So first, I just want to share that I created a process for myself to finish our homeschooling year because this is how I often felt when we got to the end of the year. Tired, more excited to be outside than inside, less interested in focusing on the lessons and guilty for not doing enough. But the amazing thing is that when I started to focus on just a few simple steps in particular, I immediately felt like I just felt better. I felt better and I was able to shift into celebrating our year rather than just letting it fizzle out. After I decided that at the end of every single year, no matter what, I was going to take these simple steps, that I was going to take the time to stop and look at all that we had done for the year and appreciate it no matter what, whether it seemed like a lot or a little, no comparisons, no judgment. I felt so much better about myself and our homeschooling. And I felt more energized to continue on this journey. And so a few years ago, I created a fun program for homeschoolers called The Summer Reset, walking you through this process. So if you want to join in with a wonderful community of homeschoolers working through the reset process step by step, then I encourage you to go check out artofhomeschooling.com slash summer reset for all the details. In today's episode, I want to share with you the beginning of this process so that you can feel better about finishing. And the the very first step is to gather. It's really quite simple. You gather all the work, right? You gather everything that you completed this year, including main lesson books, paintings, projects, writing, lists of books you read, Photos or memorabilia from outings, field trips, ticket stubs or programs, artwork, just the act of taking all of the work and laying it out. We would put all of our work on the dining room table and just the act of covering the dining room table with a year's worth of work always brought a sense of relief and delight. I would have this feeling of, wow, we did more than I thought, or wow, we really did some neat things this year. So after you've gathered the work next, you want to decide how you're going to store it, how you're going to house it and store it. Maybe you don't want to keep it all. You can ask your children to choose some favorites if you'd like. Just decide how and where you will keep this year's homeschooling work. We loved using portfolio boxes or folders from our local art store. Now, of course, you want to keep in mind the homeschooling regulations where you live. So every state, every country varies in terms of regulations. So this process will be influenced by the regulations where you live. Here in Ohio, the simple process of 
complying with the regulations involve notifying our superintendent, the superintendent of our district at the beginning of the year of our intent to homeschool, and then submitting one form of evaluation at the end of the year, and we get to choose. One of the options for evaluation is collecting a portfolio of the child's work and then meeting with a certified teacher to review the portfolio. And that's the option we always chose because it fits so well with this step of gathering and celebrating the work. And it really fit with my own vision for our Waldorf-inspired homeschool. So the next step is writing a summary of each child's year. I loved doing this step. And again, it's so very simple. This can be just a one-page summary. I wrote these for each of my children every year, and I love going back and reading them now. In fact, you can see a sample of one of them in the show notes for this episode over at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 83. Every time I sat down to summarize one of my kids' year, I experienced a sense of accomplishment every single time. I just chose a format for it that matched our state's requirements, and that made it super simple. So in Ohio, just for an example, we're required to cover a list of subjects. I think there are nine subjects on this list. And so my year-end summary had a short paragraph on each of those subjects And sometimes it was like being a translator, right? Taking experiences we'd had in our more hands-on and holistic homeschooling life, taking experiences and describing them in a way that fit the required schooly subjects. But the whole process was felt very creative to me. And such a confirmation that children are learning all the time and that what counts, quote unquote, as learning is so gloriously large, so much larger than some choose to define it, which is really why we decided to homeschool in the first place. So lastly, and this is the third of these three simple steps, gather the work, write up a summary. And lastly, when we would finish these first two steps, we would set up a time to review the work. This can be done with your child and a partner where your child shows the work to their father or mother or your partner some weekend or at a dinner. It could extend beyond just your family. And if you're in a state like I am where there is an evaluator, then you can also have your child review their work with this evaluator. This was actually an amazing experience for my children where they would be presenting and describing the work that they had done. It was like showing off their work, right, for the year, describing it to someone outside of our family. And it really is a wonderful visual and uh, verbal way to summarize the year. So there you have it. These steps to gathering the work as you finish up your homeschooling year are really powerful. And then after gathering, don't forget to celebrate, right? Plan a special dinner or outing for all of you. I just love planning a festive meal or a special event to really celebrate all that you have accomplished this year. If you want to hear more ideas about this step, then I have a whole podcast episode on it. You can go to episode 33, which was celebrate 
your homeschool year. I think you'll really enjoy my story of the year. We only did one main lesson block the entire year. You can have a listen at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 33 or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget that if you want to walk through five steps to wrapping up your year in a group with other homeschoolers, then be sure to check out the summer reset to see if it's right for you. It happens. It all happens within one week. This year, it's May 23rd through the 27th. That time varies, of course, from year to year, but we always do it at the end of the year. And you will have the experience of not only walking through these five steps with other homeschoolers, but you'll get to hear stories and get support from homeschoolers around the world, as well as from me. So all the details at artofhomeschooling.com slash summer reset. All the best to you as you wrap up and celebrate your homeschooling year. And congratulations, dear parent. You are doing great work. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. 